Hey guys, at the end of the episode, I uh, mentioned our theme song uh, for this episode was uh, produced by a uh, musician, and I mentioned his name wrong. Uh, his name is actually Mark Rober. He is the guy that did the uh, theme for this episode. Uh, you can find a lot of his other work on YouTube. Uh, just look under Mark Rober. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, Enjoy the podcast, guys. Uh, but I just thought I'd uh, put this little note on there because credit is due where credit is due. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, other than that, enjoy the podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Home Alone Cast podcast. I am back. Uh, it's been a while. I know I've only done a couple of episodes of this podcast, but that's about to change. Um, so... Um, where have I been? Well, I disappeared for a little while simply because, well, things got crazy. It was 2020. We were all in a pandemic. We're going to chalk up a lot of things on, uh, not going real good last year, uh, job wise and whatnot, but that's neither here or there. So we're kind of get past that because we're in a new year. Uh, another reason I did uh, take some time off from doing podcasting, both this podcast and my other podcast, which is the uh, Super Nerd 2.0 podcast, uh, is because I did have a little bit of a health scare. Uh, I had something going on with my thyroid. It was uh, causing some issues with uh, me vocally, and I just wasn't feeling all that well. Still kind of dealing with it and also the migraines that come along with it um we're still trying to figure out what's kind of going on but eventually it'll uh hopefully either resolve itself or um you know we'll we'll get it figured out but uh on to why you're here uh once again welcome to the home alone cast podcast i'm steve your host uh so kind of updating um we're going to talk about Home Alone. It's one of our favorite Christmas movies of all time. We're kind of dedicating this show to everything uh, pretty much Home Alone and John Hughes and Chris Columbus related. Um, and we're going to tell you fun facts about Home Alone. We're going to try and get some of the stars hopefully on from the movie to talk about the movie in the near future. That's kind of our goal. Uh, we're basically the unofficial Home Alone cast podcast um but we kind of want to become the official home alone podcast um so eventually we will uh hopefully get people that were involved with the movie and you know hopefully this will become a real thing anyhow um so what to expect you know later in uh, these podcasts well, we're going to do another watch through uh apparently this podcast is one of my most listened to podcasts on pinecast and spotify and apple and i thank you thank you the fans uh for listening um i know we've all had a lot of stuff going on we all love this movie and you know, I'm glad you that I can help, you know, take your mind off of whatever's going on in this crazy world. Um, but come coming up, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, different Home Alone things, everything from the new series that's coming out on Disney Plus to fun facts about the movie, why we love the movie. Uh, we're also going to do some more watch alongs. Um, the next watch along is obviously going to be Home Alone 2, Lost in New York City. Um and, you know, I'm going to be talking a little bit more uh, through that one. And, uh, 
you know, giving you some insight and stuff that makes me laugh makes us, you know, super excited about it and what we love or what I love or basically, hopefully I can, hopefully you can relate to the movie or feelings that I have watching the movie. Uh, and you know, just loving it as much as I do. Um, and then we're eventually going to move on to more watch alongs of, uh, like the other home alone movies, which I refuse to watch or haven't watched, um, such as like home alone three, four or five and whatever else comes our way. I know there was even a, uh, one that deals with, uh, think animals like a dog or cats or something like that we're even gonna kind of watch the knockoffs of home alone um you know pretty much anything that is kind of in the vein and or even a ripoff of the movie um as i said we're, we're we're pretty much all things christmas here all things home alone and what we love about it but uh yeah so the, some of those watch alongs like three the i think Home Alone 3 and 4 and even I think there was one after that that were like in the set in the Home Alone universe. I haven't seen any of those. I've seen bits and pieces of 3 but not really the whole movie. And luckily uh you know they're on I think HBO Max if I'm not mistaken. Um but uh we'll find some way to stream them and if you have the DVD or if you have the Blu-ray fire it up and we'll you know we'll, we'll watch it that way. Um so let's see. Uh, oh, and uh, let's start off with the biggest news. Now, I announced it way back, I think, on one of the earlier podcasts, but the Home Alone house uh, from uh, Lego, the McAllister uh, house, was approved from the Lego Ideas website, um, and uh, it is going to get made. Now, there is speculation that it will be coming out this fall. Now they missed the 30 year mark by at least a year, um, which it sucks, but um, it did get approved, which was amazing. Um, and the kind of cool thing about it is from what I'm hearing is it's going to possibly be released this November. Um, that is right. Uh, we've got uh, the one of the Lego Idea sets that just got released or is just getting released, which is the typewriter. Um, but uh, one of the next bigger sets after that is uh, they got the Seinfeld set and then they have the Home Alone set. Those were the big idea sets that were announced and, you know, good to be made. Um, so... Uh, the price points on it are looking like right around $200, which is about the same as like the treehouse, but not as much as the Stranger Things set. I used to work for Lego, so I'm very <laughs> good with these uh, prices on what it's going to probably cost. Do not get it from Wish or anything like that, because it'll pretty much be a ripoff or a knockoff of it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's looking like about $200. Now, is it going to be three stories? We don't know. If it's anything like the Lego Idea set, which was, in my opinion, the best rendition of a set, even with all the traps, all the characters, and even like the treehouse, which I hope it comes with a little treehouse. It's it's going to be a decent size set. Um, I don't think it's going to be uh, a full like a full house with the backyard, um, but I could be wrong, you know. 
I, I could be wrong. I mean, it could be like the whole, the the Simpsons uh, set where it was uh, the house and the driveway and a little bit of the yard. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's a big set. But um, as I said, it's looking like roughly about two hundred dollars. My best guess is between two and three. Uh, if they go like the full size, probably closer to three, which is perfectly fine because I will spend that amount of money on Legos. Um, I. I am a Lego fanatic. That's why I said I, I work for Lego worked for Lego knock on wood pandemic, uh, kind of next to that. Uh, but, uh, if anybody's ever looking for a job and there is a Lego, um, uh, theme park or Lego store near you and you're looking for a fun job and a great company to work for, go work for Lego. They're fun to work with. It was one of the best jobs I've had, and I was quite sad when they had to let us go. They did this, and, and uh, you know, I could sound bitter. I could sound like, you know, I hate the place. You know, I wish them well. I don't. Um, basically, the parent company that owns them, which was a company called Merlin, which is, but Lego bought out that company uh, while I was there for, I think, about a year and a half, two years. Um, they Lego, the Lego family bought out Lego <laughs> as the theme park companies. So, I mean, and the, the theme park companies that they, they also own aren't just strictly Lego brand. It's like they own like Madame Tussauds now and, uh, the, um, uh, like the London eye and all that. So there's a lot of, uh, really cool theme parks that they own, but, uh, the perks of working for them are awesome. Um, and they're the second biggest company behind that Mickey mouse company, Disney, <laughs> um, theme park wise. Uh, so when Disney announced they were laying off, you know, there are 38,000 people. We kind of knew about a week or two later that we might be getting that same phone call. And we did. And as I said, most of us aren't bitter. We're, we're you know, we're upset. Yeah. We got let go from this great job. But there was an opportunity for us to possibly come back. And it looks like, you know, some people are able to, you know, slowly go back into their positions. Unfortunately, because uh, my significant other, she uh, took a full-time job. I became a full-time dad, full-time podcaster, and basically a uh, full-time creator. Um, so I'm doing everything from uh, podcasting to even YouTube videos. Your, your boy Steve here is going to be a vlogger, a blogger, and even a, a podcaster. So I'm going to keep busy because um, it's the one thing I can do, and it keeps my daughter busy as well with me um, when we're not doing homework and crafts. So uh, enough about that. Let's move on. As I said, we've talked about the Legos, which... As I said, it's not a set price, but it's looking like it's going to be $199. Uh, that's U.S., so it could be anywhere between you know, $200 and $250, in my opinion, for, on the smaller side of a set, or $300 to $400 if it's a larger set. Um, so, you know, there's there's quite a couple of uh, cool price points, and depends on how big it's going to be. Um, so, um, we've talked a lot about the first Home Alone movie. And we're going to talk now about the second Home Alone movie, um, some fun facts about it, uh, because as I said, that's going to be our next um, watch along. And 
Some fun facts about uh, Home Alone 2. Uh, the studio spent a huge fortune on fake snow to use in Central Park. And what happened is a real blizzard hit uh, New York City and Central Park. So they uh, they wasted that money. The studio probably didn't like that, but they made their money back. So it doesn't really matter. Um, another cool thing is all the... the, the uh, Children that were in the toy store in Duncan's Toy Chest were allowed to keep a toy as part of their pay, which I think is pretty sweet. Uh, from what I've heard, Chris Columbus is a really cool guy. Even his son, I think, uh, made or his son or daughter uh, made an appearance in that and they got to keep the toy, too. So even his uh, kiddo got uh, paid in toys. Um, and uh, one of the next episodes that we're going to be talking about is... Um, why are they iconic classic Christmas movies and what are the pros and cons of home alone? Basically it's like home alone versus uh, national lampoons, Christmas vacation, but a fun fact about Christmas vacation or not Christmas vacation, national lampoons uh, in general is Mr. Duncan uh, from Duncan's toy chest. He also, uh, was in, um, he was played by a guy named Eddie Bracken, uh, and he plays Roy in um, National Lampoon's Vacation. And ironically, both of these movies were written by John Hughes. Um, let's see. And... Uh, da, 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 da. Other than that, uh, we're just going to move on to some other Home Alone uh, things. So let's see what's going on with the Home Alone Disney Plus series. All right. So... I, I'm wondering if they are going to do away with it. Cause I know with 2020 when with everything pretty much, uh, getting, um, the, uh, with the pandemic hitting so hard, uh, it, it could go either way. Um, so, from what I've been reading right now is it says a currently untitled home alone franchise was announced in August, 2019, which it was exclusively for the Disney plus streaming service it says this is the first time Kevin Callister appears in the franchise since home alone four. Uh, so there is, um, they're going to have Macaulay Culkin hopefully back as Kevin Callister. Um, and, uh, Hopefully they have um, Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci kind of make an appearance. Disney has actually been very, uh, very good about casting and having very good uh, fan um, fan input on a lot of their shows, including the Star Wars shows and even the Marvel shows. The Marvel shows have gotten pretty pretty good and crazy with uh, who they have appearing in them and uh, how they kind of tie them in with everything. Um, Archie Yates apparently is still 
the main character, which is his character, Max, and he is supposed to be like a little a-hole of a kid. Um, and Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper, um, I supposedly believe his parents, and basically he's terrorizing them, and then something pretty much uh, happens in the series where robbers interfere somehow and i'm sure he has to set the traps but he's he's basically uh it's labeled as a home alone project but uh it will not bear the franchise name and its title so basically it's a spinoff home alone concept so I don't know why it's going to be called a Home Alone series, but it's probably going to be called something completely different, but it's set kind of in the vein of the Home Alone uh, films. Um, uh, it's saying that uh, Buzz, Marv, Harry, and Kevin uh, are going to uh, all appear in it somehow. Um, And it looks like the production was put old in March of last year, of course, uh, pre because the world stopped them. Um, and it says by November, they started shooting again, but this is the last I've heard of it. Um, <laughs> so there's really no news on it. Um, honestly, my thoughts about this show is it could go either way. If you have the original characters showing up in some, um, some sort of capacity. Awesome. But you're, you're setting this in the same universe with different characters and you're kind of making it where the, you know, kid is going to be for lack of better words, a little, little jerk <laughs> like uncle frank used to say um i i don't know how to feel about that um i mean i we all will admit that we pretty much watch those movies for the comedy and the the traps heck the second one i pretty much love going to the scene where it's all the traps because i think the second one has better traps than the first one but the first one also has you know it's uh it's quirks uh, when it comes to some of the um, the traps are there. I mean, they're they're perfectly like Christmas oriented, whereas the second one, it's basically Kevin uh, surviving <laughs> on his own in a uh, in a uh, place he's unfamiliar with, which is New York City. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. The, as I said, the reason the traps in the second one are more resonant is because they aren't, as I said, Christmas oriented. There's, I think, maybe a couple that I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I can kind of see it's and it's a movie set at Christmas time. Other podcasts have mentioned this. They are considered Christmas movies. But with the exception of the first one, Santa only appears in it. And it's not even really Santa. It's one of Santa's helpers. It's just set at Christmas time. Um, and, you know, that's that. And the reason that it resonates so much is because we all kind of um, kind of can relate to that, that where, you know, you don't have to be 
you don't have to have Santa to be in the Christmas spirit. Um, you don't have to have, uh, like the complete, uh, I don't know. Uh, basically as long as there's snow and Christmas lights and Christmas trees, it can be a Christmas movie. Um, you know, for heck, for all we know, the <laughs> the McAllisters could be a very Jewish family that not only celebrates Hanukkah, but they celebrate, you know, Christmas. At the, I, I know people like that. You know, it, it doesn't it resonates with the, just the Christmas season. It doesn't resonate with the the idea of Christmas. It's just, it's a fun movie to watch during the holidays. It's kind of like watching the nightmare before Christmas. You can either watch it on Halloween or Christmas. It granted it does have Santa in it, but it caters to entertaining whatever in your mind is making you go, Hey, I feel like this, like my personal favorite horror movies to watch. And, and this is, I won't recommend this. If the kids are listening to this, don't watch these movies. They're a little too scary for you. But if you're an adult like me, my go-to thing in October is I will watch Trick or Treat by Michael Doherty, which came out in 2007 on uh, Halloween night. And then the next day I will watch his, because it's set in the same universe, which is awesome. Um, I've even interviewed him on Twitter a couple times about it. Um, I will watch Krampus November 1st and Krampus is kind of like, yes, it's a scary movie. Yes. It has to deal with Christmas, but if you'll November, you can start watching holiday oriented movies. Um, so that's basically my transition is we're going to keep this horror concept, but then we're going to slowly work into feel good, you know, holiday films. I don't watch any of those really like Hallmark movies and I refuse to because I'm not really into mushy movies. I do watch Christmas mushy movies occasionally like love actually. And one of my favorite comedies, which is a Christmas movie and it's a very underrated Christmas movie. And if you like home alone, I recommend watching just friends. <laughs> it is a great Ryan Reynolds movie set at Christmas and it is fantastic. It, it does not get the recognition it needs to. It is one of the best Christmas movies or holiday movies, I should say, since Home Alone. Like, it's fun. Even um, even the night before, even the night before, like this shows in the night before. The only reason I'm bringing this up is, yes, it is a Seth Rogen movie. Yes, it is a stoner movie. However, because Home Alone has such a good following and resonates with a bunch of people. They have a couple of home alone jokes in there. Uh, like when one of the characters is chasing after um, this crazy girl, um, she throws a bunch of micro machines or cars on the ground. And I want to say it's Anthony Mackie, the Falcon from uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, he slips on him and he goes, she home alone me. She home alone me. So that just shows you the power of these films. Um, so uh, as I said, back to the Disney plus series, 
well, who knows what's what's going to happen with it. Uh, even John Hughes, well, not John Hughes, even Chris Columbus has said that it's a waste of time. Um, however, uh, you know, he even said that about the uh, idea that Ryan Reynolds, as I said, we, he did a good holiday movie, uh, Just Friends. Uh, Ryan Reynolds wants to do a stone movie called uh, Stoned Alone, where it's about a guy who gets so stoned in his cabin that he thinks robbers are breaking in, but it's really bears. So it's kind of like, <laughs> I feel like it's a a ripoff of both The Great Outdoors and Home Alone. So as I said, we'll, we'll see. Um, anything is possible because of the franchise being owned by Disney and with the, I think that's the real reason that uh, Ryan Reynolds like, yeah, I want to do another Deadpool movie, but I kind of, Listen, you, you, I'm feeling like he's negotiating with him. It can be PG-13, but you have to let me do this stoner movie called Stoned Alone. <laughs> and I'll give you all the Deadpool you want. So, I mean, uh, and, and to be honest, Reynolds, he's a hell of a businessman. He's the front man for a mobile phone company and a gin company. You name it, he's pretty much the face of those two items. Yeah, he's a good businessman. And he paid money to make Deadpool, and then he made that money back. And then he did the... I I love entrepreneurs and business people, uh, especially actors uh, who basically are like, I'm going to execute to produce this, I'm going to make money this way, and that. Um. So... Other Home Alone uh, things that we're going to probably discuss on future podcasts. Eventually, uh, we're going to get to playing the Home Alone game. Uh, not the Super Nintendo or Nintendo or Genesis uh, games, because those have been pretty much outdone. We are going to play the very confusing, um, from what I've heard, uh, Home Alone board game, uh, which I bought last year and still have yet to play. Uh, because I don't think my four-year-old will kind of understand it. And me and the uh, wifey, well, we uh, we haven't really gotten a chance to go around and play it, and it does still kind of sound confusing. So we're going to have to watch a video on how to play it and then play it. And then we'll bring you guys along for hopefully um, a live video. So it might be like on Twitch or YouTube Live, something like that. Details to come when it does happen. Um, now... Uh, some ideas I've been throwing around. So we're going to get off the Disney Plus series, but an idea I have been uh, thinking of and been wanting to do and kind of just wanting to get a feel for, um, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about doing animated shorts um, based off of the Wet Bandit characters and calling it Bandits. And basically, um, if Disney doesn't take it down, uh, doing a concept where we see Harry Lime and Marv Merchants just go to different places, robbing them and, you know, pretty much getting caught or find basically, um, uh, you know, Marv is like always coming up with these, you know, pea brain names for his <laughs> where the wet bandits where the sticky bandits something along the lines that like 
what did they call themselves before they were called the wet bandits? What was their go-to gig before they go, no, we're going to leave the water on and this is we're going to be called the wet bandits. And then when <laughs> we know what happens in the second movie, become the sticky bandits uh, because, you know, he puts the tape around his hand and starts stealing stuff that way. Hmm. I just, I think it's a great concept. The animation style I have an idea for, uh, it will be on display on both, uh, our, uh, Twitter and then any, uh, future animation or designs, uh, we're going to put those up on a Patreon. Uh, so the Patreon isn't up and running yet, but you'll be able to find a Patreon under super nerd sanctuary. Um, if you want some behind the scenes uh, look at things, or if you want to hear the episodes early, uh, that'll be your place to go. Uh, Cause we'll be posting the podcasts and some behind the scenes stuff and even answering questions and maybe setting up a phone number for you to call in or heck we might even be doing like a live stream with you guys where you can watch the movie with me and a couple of other people and maybe even up here on the episode where we stream movies, you know, and it doesn't have to be home alone. And of course we could be also streaming, um, uh, what was it? Uh, just, just awesome stuff. There's just, uh, the, it's unlimited power, um, for ideas that we have that we can do. Uh, and invite you guys and have you come and join us. Um, heck, you know, I do a lot of conventions. I love going to conventions. Uh, so if this podcast gets big enough, or even if the super nerd 2.0 podcast, somehow, if we get involved, we would love to come and, um, hang out with you right now. It's basically just me, but I do have friends that will be hopping on this podcast from time to time. As I said, I started this pretty much all last year. Um, and 2020 was not the year to get together with people because it was not advised. Uh, so, um, this year is a little bit different and with zoom and with restrictions being lifted, I feel that the podcast community and the convention uh, community may be thriving. Uh, and you know, it, it allow us to basically come to you. Um, Let's see. What else can I talk about Home Alone? Um, so we are going to be not only delving into, as I said, into Home Alone movies and the lore and the characters, and we're even going to do a couple episodes on fan theories. So uh, if you want, you can go to uh, Super Nerd 2 underscore 0, um, and uh, that is our Twitter. Or you can even leave a review on Apple Podcasts uh, about um, this, uh, your fan theory. Um, make sure when you do leave a review, five stars, whether you hate or love this episode or love to hate it, five stars. It really helps uh, me out and gets people listening to this. The more listeners, the better. Um, eventually, I'll... <laughs> Hopefully I'll get a sponsor somehow. Um, but um, yeah, we would love to hear fan theories. You can either do that on the Twitter or reviews. 
anything like that. Uh, I'm just trying to help build a following for the podcast so more people hear it, more people and more fans and more uh, worldwide audiences go, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's got a good voice. He's crazy. Um, and he loves movies. And just as much as you guys, uh, that's, I'm a fan just like you. And that's why I'm talking, you know, it, it takes a lot to just talk into a microphone out of the blue, not having anything really written kind of going, I'm going to talk about this and then kind of veer off and then come back to it. It takes a lot. Um, and I know I'm kind of droning on and on. Um, and I thank you for listening. Um, that's the most important part. But um, as I said, we're going to do episodes about fan theories, uh, the bandits, what uh, makes these movies so loved, what makes them. We're going to have the, like, as I said, uh, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation versus Home Alone, pros and cons. Um, and basically, um, we're also on top of the fan theories. We're going to do fan casting. If you were to make, remake the movie today, how would you do it? Um, <laughs> with cell phones, all the different technology, what type of traps would you see? There's all sorts of cool things um, that can be done with just this simple concept of these films and these characters. And as I said, eventually... Uh, the other thing I'm really, really trying to do, been reaching out to uh, some of the uh, actors and actresses from the movies. I'm trying to get them on the pad podcast to talk about their experiences in both the films. Um, hopefully, in the near future, it does happen. As I said, if anybody out there knows any of these actors, like Macaulay Culkin or... Uh, Kevin Ratte or even um, just anybody, you know, I would, I'd love to have Daniel Stern on this thing. Um, but if anybody can get a hold of these actors, please, please uh, send me an email at super nerd sanctuary at gmail.com. Um, that is super nerd S U P E R N E R D sanctuary. All one word S A N C T U A R Y at gmail.com. That's also where you can reach me. So if you don't have Twitter or you don't have any means of social media, uh, you can also just email me. Uh, fan theories, ideas, whatever you want. If you just want to talk to me, I'm here for you. I will geek out with you um, because I love Christmas. That is my thing. I love the cooler weather. I live in Arizona. It is 118 degrees out there today. I hate the heat. I love the cold. I love snow. I love Christmas lights. I am such a holiday nerd. There is a great company called Tipsy Elves, which gets way too much money from me. And this is pretty much free promotion for them. Tipsy Elves makes these great Christmas sweaters. Okay. I have bought these Christmas sweaters. I don't think I have paid face value for any of them at all. These sweaters are usually about $60, $70. 
I buy them in the summer. When I kid you not, they are about 10 bucks. They not might not be the best design. They might not be, you know, the coolest looking ones. They might not be like the movie ones or anything like that. But for 10 bucks, you get a qual. I mean, they're, they're nice thick sweaters. I just got one a week ago <laughs> that has some naughty reindeers and it's a cardigan. So it's a button up one. And it's my first button up Christmas sweater. I've gotten other ones from them. I have one that has um, Naughty Snowman. I'm not going into details because, as I said, there might be kids listening. Uh, And there's what's called a Saxy Christmas, and it's basically Kenny G wearing a Christmas hat, playing a saxophone, shirtless, like Fabio. And it says, have a sexy Christmas. And then what's other cool things is they don't do just Christmas stuff. They also do... um, Fourth of July stuff, but as I'm very Christmas oriented, um, so I did end up buying a candy cane, a fanny pack from them, uh, which it was like under two dollars. You can't buy Christmas stuff that cheap unless, unless you get it like right after Christmas, like like January thirty first. We're like, we gotta get rid of this stuff. Just take it. It's 85% off. It's it, throw it in your cart, just walk out the door. Thank you for shopping at Walmart. You know, that's that's when you usually get the cheapest stuff. Um, but no, I always I, that's my one thing is I go to their site every <laughs> usually at the end of May. I'm like, oh, I got some good sales going on. Not this year. It was like June, like the beginning of June. They're like, yes, our sweaters are on sale. Take my money. Um, so yeah, uh, and I'll probably be buying more. Um, and there also are some home alone sweaters, not on their site, but there are some places out there that do have some home alone sweaters, which I will eventually be buying because I do have a home alone shirt collection. I have, uh, the okay plumbing. I also have, uh, one where it is, uh, Harry getting electrocuted, uh, from the second one. And by far, that's the most like commented shirt. Whenever I wear that shirt, it's usually like an undershirt and I'll have like, a, you know, a button up flannel over it. Um, people see the shirt and I got it from Etsy. Um, way overpriced because it had to come from overseas. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was it's it, it, Home Alone shirts. You will get commented on if you do buy them. Um, also on Etsy, by my my number one thing to rec- I recommend people buy is pins. Like I love pins, like lapel pins that you can wear on like jackets, shirts, whatever. I have a whole set of Home Alone ones. I got like Kevin. I got the Wet Bandits. I've got uh, the tape. You know, or Angels with Third Souls. I have the newspaper, and then there was a. Uh, I would have to look it up, but there was somebody that did like uh, buttons and they were like the smaller buttons, like mini buttons and they're different quotes, different things just from uh, the movie. And it's like fuller, go easy on the Pepsi, just awesome stuff. And then this shows you even more that people are getting creative and wanting to create artwork based off this movie because they resonate with it. It's was one of those things that goes in your mind and says, Hey, um, I love this. People love this. How can I turn this into my passion? 
And that's what I'm just saying. If you're passionate about these films as I am, reach out to me. If you want to end up on the podcast, we'll work something out. I don't mind. I got time on my hands. I am in Arizona. So if you're East Coast, you're usually two hours ahead or two hours behind me. Um, depends. I can't remember. I suck because we don't have daytime, daylight savings time here. So I can never remember. Um, but, uh, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm here to, to nerd out and have fun. Uh, as I said, I'm going to stop talking your guys' ears off right now. I appreciate you listening to the Home Alone Cast podcast. Uh, and as I said, future episodes, we're going to do everything from watch alongs. We're going to do uh, fan theories. As I said, you name it, we are going to talk about it. Um, this basically episode is just telling you where I have been, uh, that I've missed you guys. And thank you all of you guys for listening. You've made, as I said, this podcast in general from super nerd sanctuary. One of my most listened podcasts. I hop on that page. It gives me the like analytics of how many people subscribe and listen to it and how many listeners I've had in general. And it's amazing. I think the, the, the last watch along we, we had, we had like 70 some odd listeners. Within the first week, within the, the first week, you know how crazy that it like, it'll show me what our most listened episode. And I haven't found one episode there that hasn't had under 70 listens. I mean, it's, it's insane and it's going to constantly grow this. Uh, I started Super Nerd Sanctuary, I think early last year and you know, if that's the kind of growth and are you our Facebook page? It, people are finding us and I'm enjoying it because I get those notifications on my phone, in my email, when I'm on my computer saying, Hey, somebody like this, somebody listen. I mean, thank you. As I said, we're going to be starting up a Patreon. We're going to be having a YouTube page. Um, so there will be home alone content on the super nerd sanctuary YouTube page. Uh, so, Keep your ears and eyes open for that. We will announce when it's going to happen. Um, as I said, that'll also be announced on Patreon as well. Um, and we'll do a bunch of live streaming. Everything from live podcasting to live video, you name it. Um, we will get it to you because that's what we're about. Um, Super Nerd uh, Sanctuary. Um which as I said, is the parent company of this. Our motto, much like my motto is you don't have to be a nerd to be nerdy. If you are in love and passionate about something, go for it. You want to do podcasts? Go for it. Um, but as I said, thank you. Thank you uh, for listening to this podcast. Um, you'll definitely be hearing more. Uh, within the next few weeks, uh, we're going to have, uh, the goal is to have a podcast episode every week, um, starting <laughs> today. Um, this is actually my, my second episode that I've recorded this week, um, of, in the podcast in general. So it's, it's kind of cool. It's starting to catch up. It's starting to, um, 
finally work it. I'm basically I'm working to to schedule it where we can just have fun. Um, so guys, I've talked your ears off long enough. Like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Share your love for Home Alone and the holidays, or whatever makes you nerdy. Um, and as I said, stay tuned. Um, and guys, we will see you in the next Home Alone cast podcast. I also must uh, mention that um, the theme song on today's show was uh, used with uh, permission um, and was created by Rob Moser, I believe. I hope I'm saying it right. Uh, And it is the Home Alone theme remix. All right, guys. See you in the next episode. Have a great day. Bye. Oh, and keep the change and feel the animal.